philanthropy. It's all about giving to the causes that matter to you the most and making a real difference in the lives of others. Humanitarians understand this is not an activity reserved only for the wealthy. In fact, being a humanitarian is all about living your life with purpose, on purpose. It becomes a way of life and a way to truly experience living life to the fullest. Everyone is born with the ability to be a humanitarian. This podcast is for humanitarians, by humanitarians. We'll learn from guests who will inspire, motivate, and help you step into living your best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. On today's show, we are continuing the roundtable discussion with my two amazing guests, Osas and Terry Lynn. Osas is incredibly passionate about people, society, and technology. He is an author, speaker, translator, ambassador, co-founder, and COO of multiple companies. He has built systems together with partners across the globe and has trained both young and old across 15 African nations. He is on the verge of rounding off his graduate program overseas and currently resides with his wife in Nigeria. Terry Lynn is a mentor, a coach, and an adopted mom to many young people in Africa, as well as other places around the world. She is on the board of directors of Amina Africa, a humanitarian outreach assistance program for African Christian leaders. Terry Lynn has an associate's of science degree in electronics engineering and spent nearly eight years in the field of electronics and field service. She currently resides with her family in North Carolina. Welcome back, Osas and Terry Lynn. Thank you very much for having me again, Mr. Nasty. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. So this is part nine of our 10-part series entitled Ignitions for the Emerging Global Challenge. Our topic today is regret and new technology. Osas, in your experience, is there a certain group of people that are more resistant to new technologies than others? Uh, yes. Uh, there are some persons who are very, very much resistant. Uh, uh, but I will classify them that they, uh, they are myopic to the opportunities that is available through the use of this technology. They've not gotten the right awareness. They've not gotten the right information. They've not been the right crop of people who can actually assist them in knowing more about this technology. So most of them, after getting uh, in touch with people, the right set of people, you see them loving this technology. So there are people like that, but I I think there are few because uh, emerging technology have really go around except places where there is a lack of uh, access to internet. Wherever there is access to internet, people they are willing and ready to embrace this technology. Terry Lynn, have you found the same as Ozos? Yeah, I mean, there's um, certain cultures and uh, where people are located as far as um, what their backgrounds are and um, just that the technology is not really right there in front of them. So being aware of the awareness and being educated on what, what what is there for them is a step, you know, to help direct them whether or not new technology is for them. And instead of, um, uh, instead of being in 
it is a, it is a choice instead of being a judgment, whether someone wants to grasp a hold of it and, and run with it, or if they just need some time, we just need to be patient and, um, be willing to help people as much as we possibly can. Some cannot even afford uh, the gadgets that move us into that new technology realm. So we really have to help um, bring awareness and find ways that we can um, bring that to, to people. So it's a way to bring people together and hopefully not tear them apart. Well, you know, when I took a marketing class in college, we learned there are three basic types of people. When you're talking about marketing to these people, you're going to change your marketing efforts based on your target market. So <clears throat> there are those that embrace new technology as soon as they are out. And they're the first ones to, you know, get out there and get in line to get them. They're like being on the, they like being on the cutting edge of things. Then there are those who will try out new technologies once they have seen others getting positive results. And then the third group is the people that are just happy to keep doing things the way they've always done them and are the last to embrace new technologies. So, Terry Lynn, my question to you is, do you think age affects a person's ability or willingness to adopt new technologies? Yes, for the most part, that's the case. I mean, from what I've experienced um, and, and what I've seen, it's, is, it is the, the, uh, the ones that are older <laughs> we can talk even 50s 60s 70s 80s it is more of a, a challenge to want to grasp a hold of it and 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 run with it now there is something that as far as marketing goes that just to have it be a way to for them to keep in touch with their grandchildren and children be able to do video calls where it's never been possible before uh, since whatever the last um 10 or so years, maybe, maybe close to 15 now, um, with FaceTime. And then we brought Zoom and video calls through Zooms. And, you know, I used to run conference calls where they were just audio conference calls. And here we are today running Zoom conference calls that go all across the world. So, uh, and where we can see people <laughs> and well, someone you know- in. Back yeah. when I was in my 30s and 40s, I embraced anything that was new in technology. You know, I I wanted to have that computer. I wanted to have that laptop. I wanted to have, you know, the, the latest cell phone and, and stuff when they came out. Um, now that I'm in my 60s, and I'm not going to say exact number, but, you know, I'm in my 60s. I'm not that willing to go in and, and try out new technologies. I'm really content with the technology that I have in front of me right now. And maybe that's a, a more narrow-minded um, view, but what excited me when I was in my 30s and 40s doesn't necessarily excite me now. I, I'm not excited about it. The same things don't excite me now that excited me back then is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we're, we're more, um, <laughs> more, we're more adventurous and really uh, wanting to be on the front cutting edge of things when we're that age. But when we're in the sixties, we're like, okay, let's let the younger ones test this out first. <laughs> right. And, right. <laughs> let, let me let them prove it out and let's see where it goes to. And, and then I'll, you know, jump in the water kind of a thing. So we'll let them test the water first. But, um, and that is kind of how it goes, even for this technical geek right here. So um, <laughs> I, I uh, like for things to be, um, proven out and tested uh, myself and um, in my more mature 
age. And um, I really enjoy for the young ones to jump in there and let them do it. And well, it even, and- even back in the 80s and 90s when we had something called a VCR, we had our kids program the darn thing because we, we couldn't wrap our heads around it. And, and you universal know, remotes. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hand it to them and they would do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Osas, what do you think about that? Do you think that a person's age affects their ability? And um, my second part of the question to you is, does the amount of education a person have, um, does that affect their willingness to adopt new technologies? Okay, uh, the first one, looking at uh, uh, age, uh, age do, uh, because uh, at, uh, someone who is in 20s, 40s, they are fascinated by technology. But when I start getting to 60, 70, you are not really fascinated with it. You're just only contented. Uh, you, you don't want to stress yourself, you don't want to think through some things, trying to calculate and all that. But where age uh, might not be uh, an issue again is, it is when this person is not saying that, okay, for me to get in touch with others, with the environment, I need to learn this technology. So at this point, even those that even 70, they want to learn. Okay, you know that, okay, for you to get in touch with your son, University, uh, uh, you might not be able to come come down to your place. You need to work, download Zoom. You were told that it's through Zoom. You're told that it's through WhatsApp. You just want to do it because at that point is like form of a limitation. You want to go further. But looking at technology generally, uh, I I think uh, age uh, have a role to play because uh, uh, someone who is already approaching. Uh, uh, 60, 70, sees that, oh, I think I've seen, seen it all. Uh, let me just do the little I can. But someone who is there 20, 30, want to work, get up with uh, the latest train and all that. So each can actually uh, uh, influence. But when that comes to something that needs to be done, age will no longer, because I've seen a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, older ones who have gone against the tide just to work, learn some things. Uh, uh, there, there was a, a training that uh, I participated in, uh, in 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 data science and all. I, I was seeing some persons who were already close to their 60 trying to learn how to do some coding, trying to learn how to do some programming because at that point they seen that okay, this is where they were able to what, break even or get some uh, 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 sources in. So they want to try as possible to what, to learn it, but it's, at that point it's not easy. Like someone who is in 20. So that's where age can come in. For the second question, in terms of uh, uh, um, academic qualification, uh, I think now, because of how accessible, how convenient, how efficient this emerging technology is now, you don't need any qualification. You don't need to be a PhD holder for you to know how to use, to use WhatsApp. You don't need to have a master's degree for you to know how to use it. A messenger. You can just be told, you can just be, be trained by someone who is just an high school uh, older. And you just want to get, because most of this technology, uh, especially uh, this uh, user-friendly technology, are things that you can learn 
without any form of formal education. But when you're not going uh, a, a bit deep in terms of technical, that's when you start thinking of uh, 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 education qualification. And these persons or this organization who are provider of this technology, they're not interested for people to get used to the deep technical area of the technology. They're only interested in making sure that this technology are more user-friendly so more people can work, uh, come into uh, the, the platform and use their services. So it now breaks that uh, uh, educational, uh, uh, it now re re reduce that educational barrier that one wants to, uh, that might uh, serve as a stumbling block to someone who wants to use this emerging uh, technology. But for someone who wants to go more technical, want to know how these things are being made, you want to know how these technologies are being created or being formed, they cannot start thinking of, okay, you need some academic qualification. But for normal users, a, a use like just like where we have Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, uh, Zoom, and the case may be your email, you don't need any qualification. You can just ask somebody to teach you, give you some step guidelines, in in two in, in two minutes in five minutes you get it you you start knowing how to to use it just like uh, those uh, uh, technical uh, uh, geeks who are very very good at the use of all these gadgets. Okay, Cherry Lynn, your thoughts? I'm well. I'm, I'm right there with the you know OSAS. We're seeing more and more um, older generation. Uh, people getting involved with uh, platforms and opportunities that the training is on Zoom or, you know, or they get it on YouTube where they need to know how to get to these uh, platforms of, of information. Now, of course, you know, the more that we can encourage the, that generation or, the, you know, 50, 60, 70 year olds, uh, even 80 year olds to be involved the sharper they are. I mean, we're using brain, they're, they're continuously using brain cells to keep them very sharp uh, and aware and uh, in tune with what's happening around them and being up with the new technology. So, um, you know, I was thinking just uh, as, as we were, as Osas was talking, as you, uh, as you were speaking, that we had Skype. Remember, if you remember Skype, was really one of the first ones to bring mm -hmm. about the video calls. And um, Skype goes back quite a bit longer, farther than our newer technology with Zoom video calls and WhatsApp video calls. And I mean, uh, it's really amazing. And the simplicity, like Osaz was, was speaking of, uh, it's, it's much easier. It's very simple to to install and put the app on your phone and get going. I mean, it's just very, very simple. It's not time consuming at all. Whereas before, you know, to me, setting up a Skype account could take a while and, you know, to understand how it works and, oh my goodness, you know, you could be teaching somebody for, for a while, but um, th these apps now are so, so easy. Well, just, sure, and, and the pandemic actually thrust a lot of people into having to use those technologies, right. um, and they found out that they're they're not so hard to use. <clears throat> so we are right now going through a time known as the big lie. We're discovering that governments and industries that have affected our lives for many years 
have actually been lying to us. Things we thought were safe are not safe. Things we thought um, have grown, we've grown accustomed to using them are actually collecting our information to use against us. It seems to me trust is going to be a huge factor for a lot of people. Terry Lynn, what do you think about that? Well, yes, um, you know, we have to also bring, as we're educating people and helping them come along in, in the apps, we have to bring about awareness, awareness of what is happening around them and that, um, you know, we still have to have uh, their guard up. That's not just, honestly, <clears throat> the immature actions that I've seen from people that I, that I really thought were more mature than, <laughs> than what you, what we've seen on social media is appalling sometimes. And they don't really take it seriously enough that it's down the line going to affect them even looking for a job. So <clears throat> because companies are looking at these social media actions and they're going to decide um, many times based on what that social media activity is. Right. So the awareness is to realize that artificial intelligence and, you know, these apps and being online and even using smart devices is trackable. That's just how they're designed these days. And I think that people need to be aware and that to take up proper precautions. I know Sals will touch a little bit more on that because of his knowledge about this, um, activity as well and what needs to happen you know what people need to do to um to make sure they guard it guarding themselves against you know in you know improper use and um possibly being pursued now one of the things i am aware of in many countries in africa is that uh the governments have some side policing organizations uh, that are really quite criminal activity themselves. But if they see someone with an iPhone, they're automatically going to be targeting that person. Um, so it's very, very, um, you know, it's, it's just really something to be aware of as far as how you use your device and where. Uh, if you're traveling, you know, your device needs to be put away and everything should be wiped from your conversations the cookies and uh, cash should be clean because these people are out to confiscate and um, possibly cause harm and damage. So it is an awareness. We need to be aware. And uh, I'll let Osas continue on that one. Yeah. Osas, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, first of all, looking at the trust, uh, I think uh, it is very, very important for us to, be very, very careful in the use of uh, trust in a case of emerging technology because if you are so crazy about trust, I don't think you can get uh, much progress in the use of some of these emerging technologies. And uh, this emerging technology we're talking about, uh, NT's blockchain technology, which is the, the core uh, used in uh, cryptocurrency, uh, artificial intelligence, cloud computing, 3D. Uh, printing, uh, 5G uh, network and all that. So these are some of the major technologies. So and if you want to put a lot of your your focus on trust, uh, I I don't trust the technology. It will harm me. I think you will not be able to. 
just like the topic says, regret. Might be regretting why couldn't I just give a little trust on this and see how it brings. But in order to balance this, it is very important for, for us to be aware of this technology, this emerging technology. All technology, like I listed, the blockchain, cloud computing, uh, Internet of Things, 3D printing, 5G, artificial intelligence, data science, uh, the whole world, a lot of people, especially the, uh, the, uh, the technical kids are very, very crazy about which is where we are going now. And even the, the, the generation said, the Jane said, uh, a crop of persons are also advocating about is something that has its own advantages and advantages. Advantages and advantages. The reason is because if you don't have full knowledge of a technology, I don't think you should. But it doesn't mean that you should not take the step by way of knowing about it. Now you have access to to, to internet. Whatever technology, whatever procedure you are not so comfortable with, try and know about it. Instead of bringing that trust issue at the first point to say, well, I don't trust it. If many persons, uh, uh, Zoom are being in existence before now, nobody, nobody knew about it. But the very moment people start trusting, the very moment of this is start trusting that okay, we could actually see get in touch with our employees, could actually see get in touch with friends and family through a video conference. It's called, it's called that a lot of things that people start getting aware, and it has really, really, really helped. So if we keep on carrying that trust issue on our head in in the use of uh, some of this emerging technology, I think we cannot make the best out of it. Rather, what we need to do is to have full awareness of the technology, try and know about it. Like uh, Terrell talked about, if you are using some of these social media network uh, uh, platforms like uh, uh, Facebook, it is it is good that you 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 clear uh, cookies and and catches which are a form that give you that gives the the site uh, uh, access to some of your details because any site you you visit it has its own catches it has its own cookies which provide such services to you and when you don't clear it regularly they can always do a form of true or give you some things that you might not uh, require. So regularly, regularly you clear. And when you are installing some hubs, there are some hubs that uh, under the Google, uh, uh, like if you're using the Google Play, so it will, it will tell you that it's unprotected. There's no point for you to work, to install it because Google Play have already said that, okay, this hub, yes, might be coming from our store, but it's not well verified. It can also give a verification. You avoid it. But you see a lot of persons because they want to use it. They just go ahead and what? Accept and accept. And when you have such app in your phone, your mobile device, they are gathering a lot of data in terms of your, your, your phone calls, your audio, your video, and all that. So there are some precautions. Even, even in the use of some websites, you see they will say accept or decline or even some privacy statement, which also gives, the, uh, gives you some of the do's and don'ts. Like if you are using Facebook, or Instagram, there's some things you should do, there's some things you, you should not post. So when you follow these guidelines, I think you can make the best out of it. But it's only when you're not going against it, not saying that, oh, I don't trust this person, this person, they are not giving me the opportunity, opportunity for me to explore. Forgetting that 
there are some scope, there are some boundaries that this provider, this service provider don't want you to, to go beyond. So when you remain within the scope, since it's not your own technology, you just want to uh, 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 try and seize the, the, the opportunities and leverage on whatever thing that comes from it. But when we don't do that, that's where people start saying that, oh, I don't trust this, I don't trust it. But to be sincere to you, to our audience, there's a lot, a lot these emerging technologies would bring to us. There's a lot internet of things would bring to us. There's a lot of things, uh, cloud computing, artificial intelligence, data science, 5G, 3D printing will bring to us if we try to take that step to know about it. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk about regret. Regret is something that we don't ever want to feel, but you can't get through life without having some. Um, for, unfortunately, you know, we do experience it at some point. But Osas, how does regret play a part in not embracing new technology? Because that is something that I just, I don't get. I guess I'm perhaps blissfully oblivious to what I don't know. Okay. Regret, regret is of two sides. You, you are either regretting that you didn't use this emerging technology. Or you're either regretting that this new technology has affected you negatively. So let's start from uh, uh, the first one. Okay. Having a regret that you couldn't you couldn't use this technology. There are still a lot of persons who are so adamant to to emerging technology. They feel that uh, uh, if I use this technology, it will cost me more harm than than good. Let me give you an example of myself. Mostly, I finished uh, my college uh, degree. I was not having access to uh, some of the social media uh, handles, WhatsApp or Facebook, because I feared that uh, uh, they would do more harm to me in terms of my uh, academic excellence and in to concentrate and all that. So after graduating, I was okay, yes, I have the time now to do some of all these things. I installed some of the app and I discovered that for me to make huge impact or uh, leverage on the opportunities from this uh, 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 social media uh, network, I ought to have started. Like, if I want to have more followers on Twitter, it means it's something that I ought to have started earlier, start building my followers. If I want to have more people, subscribers to my YouTube channel, which I can actually monetize, but I can be making money, passive income from it uh, weekly or the case will be monthly. It's something I ought to have started. It's something I need, I, I ought to have uh, started getting to know. At that point, I was, I was wishing. And that wish was a wish of regret. I wish I knew this earlier. I wish I was exposed to this. I wish I was uh, uh, able to get to know these things before now. So that is my own my own experience in terms of having a regret because I've seen that these emerging technology have really done a lot for me. Some years back, nobody knew about me. Some years back, Nancy didn't know about me. Some years back, Terry didn't know about me. But because of the opportunities that online assets or online presence brought to me through some of these uh, social media uh, platforms and even their website uh, creation, it has mainly become known to the extent that at a point where you just uh, want to check online about who I am, you get to know in seconds. But this was not like that. 
So assuming I was doing this 10 years back, assuming I was doing this 20 years back, do you know the number of content I would have got it myself? Do you know how I would have been able to channel a lot of resources? Because building an online presence, uh, it takes a lot of time. So if it does, it's not something you just get immediately. You need to start building it gradually because technology are changing every day. So yeah. that was my own regret. But at the same time, I'm also happy that I've come to uh, understand what it can actually uh, bring to me. The other part of the regret is you not fully understood use of it. Take for instance, uh, uh, maybe you, you, you are using uh, Google and uh, uh, you are unable to, to uh, go to uh, your setting of your, your, your Google uh, uh, app or your, if you're using Chrome, and the case may be your, your browser, to put, to, uh, to trigger the save button. When you trigger that, it's, it gives you, it provides a, 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 a filter to you to some of the content that will be made available to you. So if you don't do that, it means that you will have access to both the bad and the good. That is where you see a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, children who, who were not well guided by their parents or were not able to trigger this uh, uh, set uh, uh, button, have access to pornography, some things that are not so heavy for, for, for them at their own age. Because why? Their parents or whosoever their guidance didn't take that step to what? Research more. To see, I can what limit the 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 the, the essence of the content that are valuable to my child or my world or to me at the case may be. So at that point, you start having regret. At that point, you now start saying that I wish. At that point, you see some person now what are declining from uh, from any emerging technology. They feel that oh no, I don't want to. Uh, the little I, I expose my child to, or the little I expose myself to, I I, I saw the, the impact it had on me negatively. Because why? This person didn't take a conscious step to know more about this technology, to know what they needed to be done, what they needed not, not to be done. They just go into it and embrace it. So that is where the regret is come, we, we, we come in. So it is very, very important for everyone to be fully aware. Emerging technology, that's why technology is, is something that, that we want to make life become easy. But at the same time, it has brought people down. It has brought people's integrity, they even made people become frustrated, become depressed. Why? They didn't take some precautionary measures while using it. So when you're able to do that, you can reduce the risk, you can reduce some of the, the regrets that, that you stand to, 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 uh, to see in the use of this emerging technology. Well, you brought up a, a really important point there that kind of resonated with me. And that is the speed at which technology changes. I mean, I learned, you know, 15 years ago how to build a website and I built many websites, but the technology has changed to the point where you have to change your websites, change how, how they're built and, you know, what components go into them and how they're placed on the page, um, to accommodate new technologies that have come along, like the smartphone and, and so on and so forth. So that's a source of frustration for a lot of people, I think, that are afraid to embrace new technology because, you know, it's going to change next week. Terry Lynn, what do you think? Well, yeah, technology is uh, 
changing at a much faster rate than uh, when I was working on in the field repairing computer systems and the old tape drives and disk drives and gigantic systems that now run on a small little box. So um, right. uh, it's changing very, very fast. So, um, you know, along with what Osas was speaking of regarding re- regret is that, um, you know, we, we can't really change the past, but we can just help educate people as, uh, as they're coming along in this new technology and uh, bring about their awareness and uh, educate, you know, regret goes along with trust uh, in many ways because, um, you know, uh, people a lot of times that aren't exposed to the technology early on are lacking in that trust area. They just don't know what they don't know. Right. And, so it is up to us as we're hopefully bringing about some awareness and education and encouraging people to pursue um, some education, self-education or someone in the family that can help them to come along in the technology and use it to their advantage. So um, um, the other side is the, to not allow that regret to seep in because we can't change the past. So we can only move forward in the future uh, and be in the present and to just be and live. And so as we're bringing about this awareness, we hope to really encourage people to um, become more aware, educate themselves or seek out help with uh, being educated, which again is on these smart devices that make it so easy so i just want to really set that comfort there and and sometimes the regret is oh you know you didn't take advantage of something and then sometimes the regret is oh i wish i hadn't i wish i had not have done this or you know it's kind of torn my life apart or you know whatever we might want to blame it on but you know um we really can't predict the future and I don't think that these little gadgets that we hold in our hands are all at fault at all. So we have to our own selves um, to really take responsibility for. And I think that's lacking these days is to take our own, take responsibility for our own actions and, and non-actions. So um, but really just to set people at ease about what we have our hands on. Um, to use the technology for good and the new technology, um, it's a great way to educate. And Osa's touched on something else that's really important these days. And that is these, these gadgets, the new technology is a way for people to make money, money beyond what they're, they could have imagined. Um, it is out there. It's in this new technology. It's in these gadgets that you hold in your hand and uh, so many amazing ways now to make money online. And, uh, you know, that's where we should be helping people is to, to make it work for them for good, uh, and, um, improve lives. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. Uh, we can have regrets, but I, I think we need to not let those regrets that can't be changed affect our lives negatively. We just need to keep moving forward. And grow. Yeah, and each person needs to be, you know, 
like you said, responsible for their own decisions. So if they decide not to embrace a new technology right away, that's got to be okay with all of us. I mean, what what could they possibly have missed out on by not embracing that new technology? You know, like I said, I'm I'm blissfully um, oblivious to what I don't know. And I'm happy being that way. So um, what do you think about that, Terry Lynn? I mean, isn't there got to be a balance between embracing new technology and and just enjoying life? As yes, it's have- right. There's There's got to be a good balance. Uh, again, balancing the amount of time that you spend on the gadgets. Again, you know, education. It's, it's, it's heading in the direction where, um, there are so many opportunities that will just take minutes a day to be on your gadget and do what you've got to do in your business that's online. And you're done for the day that you're, you're making blockchain technology, uh, digital currencies, uh, other opportunities work for you and your, and the money that you do have is working for you. And so then you can live. And this is what we, where we want to get people to be is becoming aware of the positive side of the new technology, not having regrets. There's always balance and just, just moving forward and getting, you know, having people help where, wherever we, wherever we can get that help. Um, and, and that encouragement, I think with encouraging and inspiring others to do that. So, um, I think that's where it is. You know, it's just uh, like you said before, sometimes, you know, just being unaware of things and how they're, how they work technically, you're just completely happy with knowing that, okay, well, this works. And, and so I don't have to know the reason why or how or the ones and zeros that's in this digital technology. Right. But, um, and, and how it reaches across the world in minutes, or I mean, actually just seconds. You know, blockchain technology happens uh, instantaneously almost now. Um, so it's it's very exciting, uh, but many people don't really want to know that. They just see it working, and and they're happy. And that's really how we want life to be: is be able to be uh, enjoyable and absolutely no right. Oh, Sauce, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, many technology, uh, it has come to stay. And uh, it's something that cannot be taken off because uh, a lot of people, entrepreneurs like us, who are interested in making profit from it. And so what we need to do is, is to make it easier and more convenient so people will see reason to embrace it. And we have already started achieving that. Uh, players in this area have already started achieving that. That is what I was talking about. Some of these uh, uh, technology that, w- that will be, is already rolling, uh, but many persons are not aware of it. So there's, there's nothing wrong for you to just uh, uh, go on your Google and just just get a, a, a knowledge about it. You, you can just read about it. You also want to have like a, a, a practical experience of it. You can go on YouTube. It's okay how is AI being used? How is blockchain, blockchain technology being used? How is uh, 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 Internet of Things being used? How is 3D printing being used? How is 5G network good aspect telecommunication? 
how is the uh, class competencies going to uh, make the world become uh, more uh, compact and all. So those will give you a glimpse of what this technology is all about. So I think that is the, that is the beginning of embracing this technology. If you don't know about it, you might just be carried away by so many minds uh, that surround this technology because there are so many minds surrounding AI technology, uh, especially robotics, to see that, oh, uh, when you're involved in robotics, I remember when I was, I was talking with uh, uh, my supervisor, I would like to pick a research area in AI, and I was being told that, oh, you want to start uh, doing research that will inject things into people's body and start controlling people and all that. So those are just myopic perspective of what AI can do. Yes, that might be at the offensive side in terms of the negative impact of it, but why not look at the opportunities? And these persons who are castigating this technology are actually using AI already. You see us using our, uh, our screen touch, which, is, which operates on AI, even use the use of uh, uh, our uh, fingerprint, even the use of uh, voice recognition. You can speak to Google, uh, what is Mango? And Google will immediately give you a response. These are all AI technology already what helping us out in making life uh, uh, simpler for us. So why would you not say that, oh, uh, it, is, it will do us harm than good? Yes, everything, even we as a person, we also have our own disadvantages. But I'm going to say that I'm going to base so much on disadvantage and, uh, and leave the advantage. When you do that, Instead, the world will run and leave you. Because the world isn't wait for anybody. As far as you're in this world, you just have to work. See how you can work. Follow the trend. If you don't, it means you are still in the stone age. And if you're in the stone age, you will discover that the opportunities that will be coming to you will be limited. Like I talked about, if someone has 2 million subscribers on YouTube, do you know millions of dollars you'll be making monthly? But if you're not aware of it, you'll still be struggling with your paycheck at the end of the month, maybe $5,000 when you can make a million in a month. Okay. So, Osas, you have a company called Flight Clinic. How can Flight Clinic help in this regard, in, in on this topic that we've been talking about today? Okay. Flight uh, Clinic, we, we assist you in uh, opening your eyes to some of these emerging technologies where uh, you, you can get in touch with our, our, our parent uh, company, which is uh, uh, BBC MGT AI, which is an AI software company, where Flat Clinic is a subsidiary. Through the parent company, you have a glimpse of what AI technology can actually do for you. Give you a glimpse of some of these emerging technology which have been utilized in the world today. And when you go through those those uh, those training, those uh, exposure, I'm I'm very very sure that form of regret that you might be thinking of will be cut short. Okay, and people can access. reach you at Flight Clinic, correct? Is that how the best way they can reach yes. out to you? Yes. Once Flight- you get in touch with Flight Clinic. You can also get in touch with uh, BBC uh, MGTA, which is the parent company. So flyclinic.com slash contact is the best way to reach you? Yes, 
Okay. Terry Lynn, how can my listeners contact you? Uh, the best way to reach me is uh, by email at tlynn.hope at gmail.com. T is in Terry, L-Y-N-N.hope at gmail.com. Uh, I would also like for Osas to uh, tell us what uh, his website name means. It would help people remember it if he'll um, expand on the uh, the website, the other website besides my clinic. It will help people remember um, that they're reaching out to the right person. So, uh, Osas, will you tell what your website, the BB, the BBT, uh, MGT. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first company to flat clinic, uh, is, uh, uh, com. The BBC is a broadband tire management in AI. So it is a, a pan-African digital uh, 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 AI software company, which is empowering uh, startups, empowering entrepreneurs, where they require AI-enabled uh, uh, software so that we can drive the the economy of Africa. We are clinic is a subsidiary on that. Awesome. Great. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Great show today. Um, both of you, Osas and Sherry Lynn, great discussion. Thank you for being here. And uh, I appreciate it. We're almost done with this series. Osas, do you have any final thoughts before we go? All right. I want to use this medium quickly to appreciate the organizer, the convener, uh, Ms. Nassin Landa, for bringing us to this uh, studio today and also my wonderful uh, co-speaker, Mr. Terrellin, and also uh, ever-determined uh, audience who are listening to us from every part of the world trying to follow us through this uh, series. Thank you for joining us. What I want to say as my last uh, word is that uh, this amazing technology, this new technology we're talking about, has so much to offer to the first thing you just need to do is to understand it. That is the beginning. When you are able to understand it, I, I bet you, you will not have any, any iota of success. Thank you. Okay, awesome. Cherry Lynn, your final thoughts. Well, thank you, Nancy. Uh, yes, I would like to just also appreciate you so much for bringing the show here and the uh, series series that we could come together and have these discussions and bring about awareness and help steer people towards education and uh, Osas as well with his, um, his very, very intellectual mind and how we can come about helping, you know, come together. Really here we are on other sides of the world of each other and really our mission to help other people be educated and, and aware of these uh, issues that we've uh, brought about. So um, with the technology, I just, my final words would be to um, hopefully set people at ease that, you know, there's, there's no right way, wrong way, no, no uh, rush. If, if it fits into your life and you want to know more, reach out to um, OSAS, reach out to us so we can help steer you to the right resources. 
that will get you the education and help you feel comfortable with what, what you're learning, um, answer any questions that you may have, um, because we really want this to be something that you can embrace and enjoy and make life easier for you, not harder, um, not more difficult and not absorbing too much of your time. So we really want to help people um, grasp a hold of these concepts, have the awareness and education of what is going on with these, with the new technologies and uh, feel at ease with them and use them for their best benefit. So let us help you do that or stay here in the right direction with some resources and um, be involved because this is another way that we can help humanity and help hum- mankind all across the world by, by, by using this new technology for all the right reasons. Well, thank you for that, Terry Lynn. <clears throat> well, folks, if today's topic has motivated you to help or get some help, please reach out to OSAS or Terry Lynn. Their links are provided in today's show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired to begin living your best life with purpose. Be sure to click the subscribe button or go to callstockradio.com and join our mailing list to be notified first when new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to callstockradio.com. Click on the podcast link to locate this episode's post. There you will find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.